you're going to see the interview everyone is going to be talking about. Wagon wheel Watusi. What do I think of her? Yes. I don't think of her. Then we become divas as opposed to just strong women. Oh, coughing during my interview, really? It feels uh, reductive. And I love, welcome to Big Diva Energy, the podcast largely about fabulous people being fucking extralent. Uh, I'm Holly Morgan, and I'm trying to find out what it means to be a diva. My husband Tom is also here. Yachida. So, what is a diva? An Italian opera singer? The emoji that looks a bit like David Bowie? A way of denigrating opinionated people and keeping artists in their place? Pour yourself a cheeky vimto, let's get into it. So this week we're going to be talking about the one and only Charlotte Church. From angelic Pope favourite to crazy chick via some truly problematic responses from the tabloid press, Charlotte has emerged as a philanthropic, socially conscious Welsh icon. And with us to discuss Charlotte Church is someone who knows a little something about being Welsh and iconic. The breakout star from M4, the hottest band to come out of South Wales. I am of course referring to part-time vegan, full-time legend, recovering boy band star, Len Blanco. What an absolute humbling pleasure. Oh, it's so nice to see you. I'm, I know I'm going to end up, um, my accent might go a bit all over the place because uh, I am a Welsh. So my family are Welsh, but Is I was it? born in London. Yeah. Whereabouts in, um, <clears throat> whereabouts in Wales is London then? <laughs> uh, it's uh, it, it's uh, near Canton. No. Yeah, I know. Is it? Yeah. No, is it? <laughs> In mind and body and spirit. And there's me thinking I know everything. I think you know a lot, though. I think you know a lot about... It is so humbling <laughs> to meet you, You are a woman, so humble. And just be taught something new immediately. Oh, thank you, Len. And thank you for coming without your entourage today. Oh, they're downstairs in the rain. Oh. In <laughs> <laughs> Tottenham. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, so we, I'd love to ask you a couple of questions, please, Oh, then. go for it. I'm ready. Oh, you're so humble. Thank you. Perhaps. So, um, I will always love you. Who's your oh. favourite diva? Well, um, sorry, I thought I was sitting opposite your husband here. Oh, oh sorry, it's a bit awkward. Um, uh, you know, we our relationship is not currently open, but we'll see where we are after the end of the There's hour. Gaps. After the podcast. There's gaps, yeah. Gaps, chinks. Yeah. Moments of opportunity. <laughs> Work it. Absolutely. Okay. Do you have a favourite diva then? Um, my nan. Your nan. Yeah, Nana Blanco. Oh, well, tell she's like Nana Blanco. Well, she's lush, and like to be honest, I reckon that's probably where I got my like performative aspects. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. she'd like she when she'd cook for us, she wouldn't just come in with a casserole. She'd like come in with a casserole. Oh, Do you know what I mean? She'd yeah. like literally make a song and dance about it. I love that. She would literally make a song and dance about it. Like, casserole. Talking about casserole. Talk about it. <laughs> um, if you could turn back time, yeah. what diva would you send into what historical situation? I'm thinking Gaga and the Suez Canal crisis, for example. Right, what I'm thinking is Prince yeah. goes back, helps out Joan of Arc. Oh, absolutely. Because you know what I mean? Joan of Arc, in many ways, was a... What's the word? Diva. Diva. I would send Prince back to Joan, because I was listening to a podcast about Joan of Arc the yeah. other day, and, like, she's so, she's so headstrong. Yeah. She's like, listen, thing is, I've been talking to the angels, and they're telling me I've got a crown, the Dauphin of France, in this particular cathedral, and bring France back together and crown him king. 
And I'm thinking that's a bizarrely political um, situation for angels to be involving themselves in. And people go along with it for a bit, but then they turn horribly. Yeah. To be honest, they're misogynist. They are. They are. Yeah. But they do let her lead a little battle for a bit. And then they're like, okay, you've taken uh, whatever. I can't remember what it was. A place. Yeah. A city. In like three days. And they were like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. And then they were like, right, take Paris in one day. And she was like, I can't. Can you give me longer? And they were like, no, do it. And I think if Prince was there... He'd slow things down. He'd do a full funk riff. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I just think he'd smooth things over, make things a bit more enjoyable. I totally agree. Also, he heard voices in his head as well. He had a woman called Camille living in there for at least 1989. It's all coming back to me now. When have you been most a diva? I I know that doesn't come naturally to you because you're very humble, but have you ever been a diva? I would say when there was one time when Nana was coming out with a casserole and I thought, that's enough now. I'm supposed to be the star here. Like, not a brag or whatever but i had just had a single come out and it was a celebratory casserole right and so she was coming out with mm-hmm. a casserole yeah yeah making a little song and a little dance casserole and um i just shoved my hand straight in the middle <laughs> molten casserole what was the casserole sausage and bean oh god that's gonna stick to you so you stuck your hand into this casserole it's molten casserole uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you were going. Apparently, how you were a diva. I stuck. Yeah, well, I stuck my hand into the into the casserole. Yeah. It was very hot, to be fair. So I I brought it straight back out, but I didn't just like come out at the same angle I'd gone in. <laughs> I came out straight upwards, and so it it just went absolutely everywhere. I everywhere. It. I pebble dashed the whole kitchen. Oh my hot God. bean and sausage casserole. Yeah, and it was walls. it was a nightmare. And then I just broke out into the chorus. My bit of the single that we just released, which was Pop Dream. And <clears throat> and I made my brother film it. And um, that was it, really. So you're there... That was just a moment I lost control. Right, yeah. yeah. And you're yeah. in your Nana's living room. and Kitchen, we're not kitchen, animals. Sorry. <laughs> You've got... You're going to be a casserole in the front room. Sorry, What's I grew up in Devon. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, you, you've got a hand covered in hot casserole and you start yeah, singing... Dripping. dripping. And so what you just yelled at your brother said, get your phone out. Record it. Record this. Yeah. Did you incorporate the hand? Well, no, he didn't have his phone. It was the, it was the, it was the handicam. Oh, of course. Oh, of course. Yeah. Late Dad's 90s. handicam. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. What was the date? 98. 98. I'd love to see that footage. I bet a lot of fans would. No, I destroyed it Did quickly you? afterwards yeah. because I realised I'd been such a diva. You don't want that shit getting out. Exactly. No. Exactly. And I thought that's a, that's a, you know... A dishonour to my nan. Um, so, material girl, what's on your rider? What do you have on your rider when you're touring? You know, I can only obviously. I'm only going to have a casserole if there's a if there's a microwave. You can have a microwave. You can have whatever you like. You're a big star, Len. Big big star. Thank you. Microwave. Thank Thank you. That's really kind of you to say that. Um, I love a casserole, but to be honest, as you said, I am vegan. Sometimes Monday to Thursday with eggs on a Thursday. Yeah, um, and so I would. It depends on what day of the week it is. Because if it's going to be a Monday, Tuesday or a Wednesday, then I'd go for like a quinoa, like a Buddha bowl. Um, I'd go for like a turmeric shot. Like three of those, because those really get me hyped up, like buzzing. Yeah, they mainline them, don't you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Straight yeah. into the system. Yeah. Straight into my mouth, yeah. Brilliant. 
That's great. Thank you so much. I haven't finished. And then <laughs> it's a long rider. If it's uh, no, that's just Monday to Wednesday, mm-hmm. and then obviously I'll have like a Fentum and soda water. Fentiment, that's fancy. And then on a Saturday, I go for uh, a Big Mac and a bottle of red wine. Brilliant. Who run the world? Which diva would you put in charge of the world? Well, this is, it's funny that you say who run the world, yeah. because obviously in my head, I then go girls. Yeah. And the thing is that Beyonce, what she has done, is single-handedly sparked, driven, and then brought to a culmination... Um, the feminist revolution worldwide and when she says who run the world girls i'm like yes and why don't people wake up and see that in fact the people in the highest positions of power in the world are in fact women i'm talking angela merkel i'm talking oprah i'm talking Nan is powerful in her circle. And the thing is, thank you, Beyonce, for just clearing that up, really. Yeah. So would you say that Beyonce has completed feminism? Yeah. 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 Done. Done. Great. So Beyonce is the one we're giving the codes to, the nuclear codes. Yeah, because she's not going to need to use them. No, absolutely. She's a diplomat, isn't she? She is. She is. And she can have them, but she can just put them somewhere so safe she forgets where they are. And then with Golden, really, she yeah. just needs to be focusing more on the tours, the choreo, yeah, yeah, than yeah, the yeah. nuclear thing. Yeah, I agree. Excellent. Get off of my five-tone stage, bitch. And stay on. Ah, oh, we're back. We're back. Bent a nail. Tom's bent a nail. In the break. You ever bent a nail, Len? No, I'm a real man. I wear acrylics. There we go. Our subject today was born Charlotte Maria Reed in Llandaff in 1986. No. Yeah. You're joking. Now, absolutely. Who's Mr. Church? Right, right, get this. Oh, my God. Maria is her mother's name, and Church is her stepfather's, James Church, who adopted her in 1999. We ain't going to talk about her dad. We don't want the birth dad. Unimportant. Do you have any any kids? Mm, um, No, 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 no. Excellent. No. Uh, Just to be clear on that, I don't... No, I don't have any children. No, for the record. Charlotte got a big break aged 11 when she sang Andrew Lloyd Webber's P.A. Yezu down the phone on this morning. I sang Jellicle Cats down the phone to Holly and Phil the other day and they've told me not to do it again. Uh, So Charlotte followed this morning triumph uh, with an appearance on The Big Big Talent Show when she was supposed to be supporting her aunt's cabaret act, but the little soprano, like a true diva, obviously, stole the show. Awkward. Have you ever been upstaged by a family member, Len? Nana in a casserole all yeah, the time. Thinking flip, that. The thing is, I love her. I love my nan, yeah. and I God knows I love her casserole. But sometimes <laughs> the casserole song, it does just oh, it just depends what mood you're in. How long does me? the song go on for exactly? As long like I've I've eaten cold casserole before, just because everyone's letting her carry on yeah. and on and on, because they think oh, Nana needs a. Moment in the spotlight, Len's had enough. Yeah, that's, it. that's inappropriate, isn't it? I hear you. Yeah. And it becomes a kind of personal battle. Been there. Yeah. Nan, if you're listening, don't listen to this, because it's going to just upset you. Yeah, turn it off, Nana. Rewind it, unlisten and turn it off. Turn it, have you got it off now? Nana? Turn it off, Nan. 
Good. I think we're safe. So Charlotte was signed by impresario Jonathan Shallot, who negotiated her a deal with Sony and led to her recording her first album of classical arias, Voice of an Angel. What the fuck is an impresario? I honestly... Super impressive person. Is it? I it, think it's just an Italian impressive person. Is it? Because uh, I, I don't get it. I, it's like one of those words that the tabloids use, like clinch or shamed or leave the Clinch? EU. Yeah. You ever heard that one? Clinch? Do you know what? As soon as you said that, I thought clunge. Uh, we'll chat more about Jonathan Shallot in a bit. Uh, so did your nana buy uh, Voice of an Angel then? Bet she did, didn't she? Well, if she did... <coughs> yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> it sold in its millions and made her the youngest artist ever to appear in the classical charts. She opened for Bassey. Would you open for Bassey? Have you opened for Bassey? Are you talking about fish or singers? <laughs> <laughs> Both, I think. I think it's an open question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd open. I'd open as long... Do you know what I'd do? I would open as long as I could make a little speech telling her how much of an inspirational woman she is. Oh, and great. how much she has lifted us all up. That's lovely. On her shoulders. Maybe you could open for her and close for her like a sort of Len sandwich. Like a sandwich, yeah. Mm. Yeah, with a bit of... So Charlotte met Bassey. Uh, She also met the Pope and a load of creepy old perverts like Prince Philip and Bill Clinton. Mm -hmm. Uh, While continuing to study at Howells School Flandaff, my mum went to Howells. No way. Yeah, she fucking hated it. Did she? Yeah. Is it because she wasn't into coke or nerdery or hockey? I think she was at one stage into all of those things, but maybe... uh, Simultaneously. Yeah, not in in the early 1960s. Did you say nerdery? Yeah, nerdery. Are they really nerdy? Are they girls from uh, nose? Well, the thing is with Howells School, right, Mm. is that it's like... It's like a top-end private school for girls. So when I was growing up, I went to Bishop of Llandaff, yeah, which is comprehensive, down the road. And um, there were all these rumours, do you know what I mean? Because it's like, oh, what are private school girls like? Well, they're on coke, or they're in a book, or they're on the hockey field, or they're fingering each other behind the bike sheds and then being homophobic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Closet yeah. lesbians and that. Mm. So, like, all of these things about what what private school girls are like. And then I, I did visit Howells once, not in a creepy way. Not in a creepy way. No, no, you, yeah. It's like for an open day. Right. And the thing is, mm. all of those things were and probably are true. Yeah, lovely. She took one of her GCSEs at the White House. Whoa. Yeah, while she was visiting uh, George W. Yeah, she she doesn't like to bring. Well, she does. She's because obviously she's a great big lefty now, uh, so she's a bit like, oh yeah, I'll hang out with George Bush. But you know, was it in a social capacity though? Like, was she like, oh mum, let me go to George's house? Yeah, <laughs> I got to do my George's big white house. Yeah, because he must have loads of really cool things there. So like, you know, if she was just friends with him because of his arcade games in his back room or whatever. Yeah, to be fair, he probably let her cheat again, not in a creepy way, not in a creepy way at all. But like. I don't know, were they socially... I don't know, she'd already met Clinton, so she'd probably already smashed down the um, the perv barrier. I'm so sorry, The um, we, that we're in Tottenham, so you'll be able to hear the emergency services frequently. Um, I think actually that might be one of your entourage downstairs. I did oh, hear someone whimpering. Oh, has he whimpering. set a fire up to keep himself warm? Yeah. It's got out of hand yeah, again, hasn't it? He wouldn't be the first. Come on, Gav. Oh, come on, Gavin. Charlotte followed up the success of Voice of an Angel with 2000's Dream a Dream and then Enchantment in 2001. The album's getting progressively more Broadway in influence. 
all masterminded by Shalit, who was allegedly taking 40% of her profits. I thought you were going to say allegedly taking a lot of cocaine. Well, yes. Wow. Well, we'll well. Get, yeah. Oh my God, really? Well. No scandal! <laughs> Bit of fun as well. Um, I found this out. Mm. Um, he has worked, according to Wikipedia, which is where we do most of our research, uh, Jonathan Shalit has worked, I don't know what capacity it just says, has worked with mm-hmm. Mel B., Kelly Brook, Cher, Fuck. Charlotte Church, obviously, Dame Joan Collins, Rebecca Ferguson, Catherine Jenkins, Sir Elton John, <gasps> Vinnie Jones, Lorraine Kelly, Mylene Class, N-dubs, Shit. Arlene Phillips, Sir George Martin, Pixie Lot, Sting, Teleza, Greg Wallace, Simon Cowell, and um, my personal favourite, Baroness Brady, Karen it's Brady, not just your, icon your herself. Card list. In fairness, Greg... And Lorraine's duet mm. is absolutely stunning. Christmas number one. Wallace yeah. and um, whatever Lorraine's second name is. The, the artist who... Kelly. Uh, yeah. And the, the thing is, oh. it's, a, it's a little known fact about Greg Wallace and mm. Lorraine Kelly, is that they have two double acts. Oh, right. One, Greg and Lorraine, and the other one, Wallace and Kelly. And that's the thing. <laughs> When you have two, when you have a first name as a second name, yeah, yeah, there's no end to the identity fraud you can commit. Oh my god! Yeah, she's leaving a trail of destruction in her path, isn't she? Yeah, but also beautiful harmonies. Absolutely, really nice, rich, crunchy, lovely, like Triochi male voice choir. You say crunchy, crunchy, rich and crunchy like Triochi male voice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's where you get in the Welsh C H. Yeah, Do you speak Welsh. Good question. <laughs> Thank you. Um, like a tiny bit, because yeah, okay. it was because it was compulsory up until GCSE, wasn't it? Of course. So, so you've got dioch, yakida. Great. Thank Shemai. you. Good health. Kutch. Hello. Hug. That's that's me out. Okay, that's good. Yeah, uh, so you could say doing halfy, which means I like doing mm-hmm. halfy. Um, the classic Welsh um, funny phrase to say is doing halfy frothy coffee. Oh, very good. I don't even know. Good. If frothy is a word in Welsh or toffee, but if the word gudda means Welsh, so you could say, and it might not be real, between hoffy, frothy coffee, gudda toffee. And I, to be honest, that's a bastardization. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you could also say canal van hamden, which means leisure centre. <laughs> Beautiful. Are these, I think I've heard you working on a Welsh language project at one stage. Is that correct? Or Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Could largely you... be songs about leisure centres and coffee. Yeah, yeah. Also, dogs and dogs. Key. Yeah. Can you put to Cats, rights the, uh, the Popty Ping? Uh, you know, do, is it true that a microwave is called a Popty Ping, or is that just not Welsh really? Yeah. I mean, you could say it as a slang term, but it's not the official dictionary. Sure. So Charlotte was uh, allegedly taking 40% of Charlotte's profits, uh, which was Well, quite that's confusing, something. isn't it? Because Charlotte and Charlotte... Oh, God, yeah. Maybe what if? Charlotte? <gasps> oh, She's my been God. Lorraine Kellying it. We've exposed her. The whole time. The whole oh, my God. Time. She was her own manager. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised because she's fucking bright. Yeah. She absolutely knows her shit. She and just called herself Charlotte. Uh, but they got rid of her, got rid of him. Uh, Maria, her mum, was sort of the driving force behind that because she claimed he wasted a lot of money on jiffy bags. True fact. What? <laughs> What's he sending? I don't know. I mean, post is expensive. CDs without the case on? Absolutely. It's a simpler time, isn't it? Is what? that drugs? 
Is that true? I wouldn't want to speculate. No, I wouldn't not. want my cocaine bashed about. So no. yes, I would send it in a jiffy bag would if you? I were to consume cocaine, which I absolutely, of course, don't and have no children. So let's just be clear on my habits. Butter bowls, uh, pickled carrots, turmeric shots, parentlessness. There we go. Thank you again. Hot off the press. Um, so if you thought Charlotte was being a bit creepy, wait to hear what the media were up to. So the sun had a countdown clock until her 16th birthday. The Daily Star ran pictures of her at 14, observing that she was a big girl now and was chest swell, uh, next to an article criticising Brass Eye for the Peter Geddon episode. Yeah. In an article entitled Little Diva, reporting that Charlotte had got shot of Charlotte, settling on a £2 million payout, the Telegraph referred to her as a Lolita and a minx. She was 14. I hate yes, the it's... fucking Telegraph. I hate them. I hate it. Horrendous. Have you suffered from this kind of um, uh, fetishisation of your body in the tabloid I'm press? I'm constantly referred to as Lolita, I and know. I have absolutely no idea who that is. Oh, really? Well, there's two. There's one in a book by Nabokov, who's a, a, a girl that some paedophiles basically wank over for a couple of hundred pages. Or there's... A... That doesn't sound dramatically very moving. No. Where's the narrative? One of them dies at Is the end. Is there a climax? Several. Right. One well, if you're going to be wanking for several hundred pages... Yeah, I know. I'd hope for a couple, at least. But you might be thinking Oof. of the Little Eater, which is... Um, Little Eater? The Little Eater's on Barry Island. Little know. Eater? Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a big chef, but with smaller ambitions. Do you mean a little chef? You mean a little chef, don't well, you? No, I don't want to diminish them. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag respect the chef. Little chef, always in my mind, a big chef. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Really? That breakfast, oh. not to be snotted. I mean, not to be snotted. Not to be snotted. So, big chef the other day. Big chef. You mean to me, little chef? Not to me. <laughs> not to me. Not to me. <laughs> no, I no, I don't. Okay, right, fine. Yeah, oh. yeah. But, so, I guess people are talking about the wanky one. I think they probably- when they're referring to me. Yeah, I'm afraid think, I think they are, which I, is inappropriate. I mean, it's in Wales, so I, to be honest, it could go either way for me. They might have got confused and thought you are from... I don't know why they think you were from Barry Island, I don't know, but... No. Well, I suppose, I mean, the thing is, it's only a few miles away. But you're Cardiff born and bred, aren't you? Yeah, but I've been to Barry Island. Yeah, it's a well, lovely day out. day out. I had a hot dog, I've been on the roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Sat, sat on the beach? Looked no, at the, no. You don't want to do that. No, no, no. <laughs> Very Stood. bad idea. <laughs> Stood, on the, Stood on the beach, yeah. Got a bit cold, went inside. Yeah. Great day out. Went home. Yeah. We're not wondering when they could have sex with her daughter. Uh, the right-wing media were also having a lovely old time branding Maria Church as the nightmare mother from hell or the uh, Welsh dragon. Nice. Yeah. Cool. They, yeah. Really, take it. Take it. I mean, I, absolutely, in some ways, Welsh dragon, if you were like a boxer, great name. Right, yeah. If you're a mother trying to stop wankers wanking about your child... Maybe not. The thing is, the nature of a wanker mm-hmm. is that they do wank. They do. Wank is going to wank, wank, wank. <laughs> Player's going to play, wank is going to wank. <laughs> so they really ran with this idea that Maria was a showbiz nightmare mother uh, who was dangerously unhinged in her ambitions for her daughter. And I've, I really object to the way that they use this word ambitious, like it was a dirty word. But they're all fucking telling us all the time how Margaret Thatcher was a greengrocer's daughter, aren't they? So ambition's not that bad, is it? Right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Started from the grocers, now she's there. Absolutely. She's still Maggie from the block. 
Um, do we think that basically there's a bit of a uh, working class bashing? I feel like the tabloids really... The, the, the objection to her was this working... They, they loved it for a minute, the working class girl done good. And then mm. they were like, nah, you've got a bit above yourself there, Shah. If I'm going to be totally honest with you, mm-hmm. um, as a man, I think I can see this for what it is. Sure. Misogyny. Oh my God, yeah. You called it. Right, thank you, I did. And I think the problem with Shah... And I, I, I love her. Like, we're very close, me and Shah. Mm-hmm. You didn't mention it. You know her. Well, yeah, oh. I do. And the thing is, it's amazing how much I'm actually learning from, from you two. Because she does chat a lot. Mm. You know, sometimes I just call her shh for short. Um, but poor, poor girl, she's been the victim of misogyny in her time. And obviously, when you're younger, it's easy to pick on you. Yeah. Right, and when you're older as well as a woman, it's easy to pick on you, isn't it? Yeah. So we've got what we've got here is a young woman, a Charlotte Maria Church, and we've got an older woman, that's Maria Church, mm. her mother, and one of them's young, one of them's old. They're both being picked on. Yeah. By what I'm going to say is someone in the middle, a middle-aged man, oh or God, like maybe yeah. a bit younger than middle-aged, maybe late thirties. Yeah. Where did you get these insights, Len? Do, have you travelled extensively? I think about things. Yeah. You know, mm. I'm a thoughtful boy. I know you are. I have travelled, yeah. Have you? Have yeah. you been? London, Bari. Um, I went to Edinburgh for the summer. Oh, yeah, you did your show up there, yeah. Really confusing, though, because my manager told me I was booked for the Palladium. And every night I was like, right, here we are. It's going to be it now. Wasn't Jonathan every Charlotte, night, was it? Was it Jonathan Charlotte? No. No, you would have known, wouldn't you? Ronathan Mallet. <laughs> Timothy Mallet. <laughs> My manager, Timmy Mallet. <laughs> yeah. Gig's a gig, mate. Yeah. I know. Gig's a gig. To be fair, you need someone who's going to fight in your corner and he had yeah. a big old mallet, so... Yeah. It was soft, though. It wouldn't do much, would it? No. But he was very good in Call Me By Your Name. So much like Len Blanco, of course, uh, Charlotte grew up in the spotlight. Uh, her first cigarettes and her first boyfriends gave the Red Tops real rage boners, especially when two of the twattier boyfriends sold stories of their sex secrets. Oh, uh, uh, do you remember this? The way that the press used to talk about Charlotte. Oh, look, she's fallen over again. Oh, she's had a drink. She's 18. Of course she fucking has. No, right. It's yeah. horrible, wasn't it? Disgusting. Was this when you were hanging out with her a bit? Did you go out with her on the town? Oh, God. No, no, no. Oh. No, no, no. So me and Charlotte have only known each other recently. Mm. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Um, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I am about to uh, release an album <gasps> that I have collaborated with Charlotte Church on. Is it? Is that, are we the first people to find that out? Apart from Charlotte, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I I tried telling people at the Palladium every night in uh, in Edinburgh, but yeah. it turns out I never actually got to Palladium. Oh, God. I just was in a community hall basement the whole month. <laughs> okay, I don't know if I should have mentioned that exclusive, if I'm honest. No, okay. We but can it, always you know, edit it out if, if you talk yeah. to your lawyers. Yeah, we've talked a little bit about how you've been misrepresented by the press. Um, Charlotte sang P.A. Yezu at Rupert Murdoch's wedding to Wendy Deng when she was 13 and she was offered either 100 grand mm. or News International looking on her favourably 
Uh, they took that deal. It turns out what Mur- Murdoch meant by looking on her favourably was hacking her phone. Uh, so we'll talk about that a bit later after the break. That is disgusting. Horrible, isn't it? What did you do if someone hacked your phone? Have they? Hacked my phone? Uh, were you part of the Leveson Inquiry? No. Fair enough. Charlotte got... To- <laughs> Uh, Charlotte got together with Welsh rugby star Gavin Henson and the press enjoyed painting them as the Chav Posh and Bex. Mm. That's what you were saying earlier, wasn't it, really? Coming back to that sort of... Yeah. People having a go at them for being working class and from Wales. Dicking on the Welsh. Dicking on the Welsh. Again and again. As if they're not loaded, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. She went to private school. There I've said it. She went to private school. She did. She was on a scholarship, but she was also worth like 10 oh, million right, by that point. But yeah, to be fair, actually, Howells need to address who they're giving scholarships to. That's true. Because if they're giving them to just two international superstars... Yeah, I know. It's not really charity. Um, but this is when they were kind of at their peak in terms of tabloid fodder. Uh, so we're going to have a little break now. And we like to give our guests at Big Diva Towers a, a little extra snack, because we're extra. Mm. What do you reckon the snack might be? What you Charlotte Church-based snack. Right, so it could either be um, communion wafers and wine. Because she's Catholic, good. Well, because she's got the name Church. Oh, yeah. But I know that it's not a vegan one because it's a Saturday and you treat me. Yeah. Treat me like the prince I am. So I'm guessing either deviled eggs to go against the kind of Piezu, you know, holy vibe, Mm -hmm. virginal vibe. Yeah. Or a Big Mac? We'll find out. And we are back. We're back. All right, so we've had our, we're having our Charlotte uh, based snack. We've got a Welsh rabbit and a cheeky Vimto. It's banging. You want to try a cheeky Vimto on there? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I'm a big boy. I'll try it. I'll give it a go. It has got bits in it. It has got bits in it. Like the sulfides you get at the bottom of an old bottle of wine. Exactly. Aged port and okay, I'm WKD. smelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you getting top notes of? Sugar. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that. Sugar and regret. Is a cheeky vimto? Is that a Welsh thing? Yeah. It's a Charlotte Church. It's a Charlotte Church thing. thing. It's what she used to like to have on a night out. Apparently. No way. Yeah. I thought that I didn't realize when I was growing up as a lad. People did you- talking about cheeky vimtos. I just thought it was the way of the world. I didn't realize it was, it was Wales or even Charles specific. Yeah, I'll have to thank her for that in person. Absolutely, she's given a lot to the world. I actually. mean, it is rank, but I will say thank <laughs> it's you. It's foul. Right, I'm just gonna have a little crunchy bite of Get this that- Welsh rarebit. Yes, which I have dipped in ketchup. There you go. Would Would Nana Blanco make you make you a bit of Welsh rarebit? That's an ASMR no. experience for you there. Ooh. Oh, Tom's gone into an ASMR reverie. Come I don't on. believe it exists because I don't get it. Do you get ASMR? No, I've been vaccinated. Have you? Yeah. Very responsible. So, right. Charlotte's final classical album was in 2002. Then in 2003, she dropped pop banger Crazy Chick. Oh! Oh, want it a banger? Total banger. Total banger. Rest of the album. Uh, she co-wrote it. She co-wrote Tissues and Issues. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about a rhyming title then? You into it? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you co-write your material? 
I just write it. You just write it. Oh my god, I didn't realise. Well, in fairness, actually, let's be real. Here's the truth. I'll be honest with you, yeah. and I'll tell you facts. My 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 single, uh, baby, 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 baby. Um, I did write the lyrics to on the guitar, mm-hmm. but then I went into the studio with the very talented Alex McKenzie, mm-hmm. who was also in the band Corinthians. Um, so in a way, like I wrote it, mm. but he like made it happen and come true. Right, yeah. You know he, I mean? he was the midwife, but it was your baby. Baby, 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 baby. Yeah, that's five babies, yeah. Right. It's a ballad, is it? Yeah, I'd say it was like soft pop. So how, who better to talk about Charlotte Church as a pop star than an actual pop star? Mm. Um, I think, you know, it was an interesting departure from the voice of an angel, but a very welcome one. I wonder if she'd stand by the lyrics now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You've driven me to insanity. I need professional help. Mm. Yes. Which in some ways, you know, ch- yeah. let's be open. Let's have let's have chats about mental health, Charlotte, but maybe let's, let's look at our wording. Let's also not frame it romantically. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, being in love isn't a madness, no matter what Shakespeare or Byron say. Yeah, absolutely. Whoever said that. So, uh, during this time, uh, Charlotte managed to have a brief spat with Cheryl Tweedy, Cole Fernandez, Vecini. I'll punch you in the face. You don't give me a lollipop now. Just Cheryl, who accused her of ripping off Girls Aloud style. <gasps> Charlotte retorted that Girls Aloud wouldn't be able to sing Crazy Chip because none of them had the range, darling. Banging! Banging! Cheryl, ever the ally, called her fat. Crazy Chick sounds a bit like Motown. Are you oh. saying you invented Motown, Cheryl, Tweedy, Fernandez, Vecini? I'll punch you in the face. Don't give me a lollipop. Exactly. No, absolutely not. I think Cheryl's also touched on something calling her fat because that was what the the uh, the tabloids had a lovely time talking about her weight. She is a gorgeous looking woman. She is. Yeah. Not that that's important. No, exactly. In in, in inappropriate at any time. But like the poor fucking girl. You were talking about her like bread, budding breasts at fourteen. And then you're like, right, she's fair game now. Let's call her a bit tubby. Fuck off. The thing is, it comes back to not needing to have a penis to be a misogynist. Oh, it? it always comes back to absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of internalised misogyny actually shoved in poor Charlotte's direction. You know what, though? Who got their own talk show? It what? wasn't the Dorothy Parker of South Shields, actual bodily harm Cheryl. Do you remember the um, Charlotte Church show? Do you remember the Charlotte Church I show? Do, I think I watched it once, yeah. It was genuinely funny. I don't remember it. Do you not? Uh, I remember it being on, but I, I can't remember, like... It's just like Graham Norton, but with Char- uh, Charlotte. Oh, my God. Bite the tongue. Oh, my God. Uh, Charlotte and Gavin had their first daughter, Ruby, in 2007. Uh, Charlotte told the Leveson Inquiry that the son had reported her pregnancy while she was in her first trimester and before she told her family. Because they're cunts, not her family. In December 2005, the News of the World reported that Maria had attempted to take her own life. Maria, Charlotte's mum. The front page was Church's three-in-a-bed cocaine shock, accompanied by a photograph of Charlotte, while the first line read, Superstar Charlotte Church's mum tried to kill herself because her husband is a love rat hooked on cocaine and three-in-a-bed orgies. According to Charlotte, the suicide attempt was at the very least in part due to the fact that she was aware that the story was coming out. So very much the dark side there of the uh, the press intrusion in her life. And uh, she recently did a documentary, which is sadly not available anymore on, on all four, about repairing those rifts with her family and uh, talking openly about mental health and fact, the fact that her stepfather, her father, is uh, terminally ill. So, yeah, Charlotte using her platform for, you know, continued conversations. 
Unsurprisingly, uh, Charlotte is a great big lovely lefty, mostly because she's nice and partially because she's been tormented by Rupert Murdoch. Uh, she gave BBC Six Musics, that's many X's. Can I say this bit? Yeah, go yeah. on. Charlotte Church famously delivered BBC Six Music's John Peel lecture at the Lowry in Salford in 2013, in which she criticised the music industry for what she described as a cultural culture of sexism, which pressure female artists to project an over-sexualised version of themselves. Amazing. Where did you read that, Len? Oh, it's just in my head. That's what I but say I when I introduce Charlotte onto the stage in my show. Sure. She never turns up. She never turn up. But you say it every time anyway. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. I don't usually stumble over the middle word like that. That was amazing. That was... Emotional. Truly, I feel quite... Between the rare bit and the emotion, that must have been... Must have been tough. Oh, yeah. I had to swallow as well. Where did you read it from, Holly? Um, Where did I read it from? Uh, Various uh, very reputable sources. I thought we'd just been busted for using Wikipedia. (laughs) Copy and paste. No, mate. Charlotte is a member of media campaigning group Hacked Off and has protested against austerity, campaigned for Jeremy Corbyn and taken part in a protest in Cardiff about Donald Trump's inauguration as the US president. She's fucking brilliant. Uh, she's now trying to open a school in her house. How do you feel about um, homeschooling, Len? Just get your planning permission, really. Yeah. Which is apparently what she hasn't done. It's pretty much stage one, really, shouldn't it be? Get Just check it's all right before you build a school. The thing is with Charlotte, she knows that the system's going to say no to her. Ah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, she's Bypassing. outside the system. Exactly. Yeah. She, 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 she's circumnavigating that. She's saying, I know what, you, what you're thinking. You're thinking, I'm a crazy chick. Well, I've moved beyond those years. And now I'm going to, you know, confer my wisdom on the younger generation. Yeah. And screw you and your planning rules because you're going to say no to it. Because, to be honest, she's advocating for freedom. Yeah. Freedom Preach. of expression. Freedom of knowledge, freedom of education, understanding. Yeah. You know, a democratic school body, those children are going to be fucking up whatever part of the house she's given them. Oh my God, absolutely. Because she's not going to stop them. No. So why get planning permission for something that they're inevitably going to destroy? That's true. Yeah. This has also changed the plan because what I heard uh, in an interview with her, I think this must have been before she planned to do it in her house but she was planning on making one of these schools, which she says exist elsewhere. I haven't come across this, but where the children design the school. Yeah, they is build that, it themselves. That's not the same thing as the house, though, is it? Is, is she... Well, no, I, I think what it is, is is that she's housing them in her bit of the house, right? And they're doing their lessons and stuff, learning there. But at the same time, they're designing and building their own structure. So they're going to oh. have a temporary structure, either... A little shipping container or a yurt or a not a tree house but something like that and then the idea is that the first year you're at the school you build your school oh. you build you build part of it so and then, then the second years and the third years year, will be build, in those they build and they build and they each build their own part of the school and then when they leave they dismantle the part that they built that is amazing it's outrageous isn't it it's outrageous it's contagious but Len, I, you know, I know you're not a, a father, but um, I, I can imagine that a kid's gonna. It's gonna be a pretty fucked up looking school, isn't it? It's gonna be like a castle with a fun house on it. It's not gonna be practical, is it? Slime room. Sounds Slime fun room. to me. Yeah, it does sound great. To be fair, better than Howls. Or better Knowles. than Howls. Yeah. Or Knowles. Edmonds, I meant. House party. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Sounds a little bit like the Crystal Maze. It does sound a lot like the Crystal Maze. And if I'm honest, I'd love to learn there. Yeah. <laughs> 
Maths with the Aztecs. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Charlotte and Gavin split up in 2010. Now they share the parenting of their two children, Ruby and Dexter. She's now married to Johnny Powell, who's a musician she met down the Robin Hood, the pub her family used to own. Yes, mate! Do you like the, the Robin, Robin. <laughs> It's got a lovely pergola outside, out in the back. It does. They do lovely pizzas. It's quite spicy though, isn't it? Kicks off a bit sometimes. Sometimes it does, Gets but you've just got to be friends with the uh, bar staff, haven't you? Back in the day, when uh, you know when M4 was splitting up, it was mm-hmm. a challenging time. Charlotte would say I'd, the same. Mm. Yeah, well, exactly. And I let off steam in ways that I'm not proud of. Charlotte would say the same. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Both very steamy people. Yeah. Pair of kettles, we are. <laughs> Bash! Give me that point! <laughs> Basically, how it went off for me a lot of the time. Um, but obviously, I've changed now. I've gone back. I've apologised. To Brian behind the bar. Is that yeah. part of like a, a, a religious experience? Like you mentioned Buddha bowls. Is it is it purely an eating interest in Buddha, or are you are you now a Buddhist? No, I I would say I'm Buddhist. Buddhist. Yeah, and that's not a speech impediment. That's just a way of eloquently describing my my spiritual leanings. So um, I will wear crystals. Um, channel, you know, various powers through those. Um, when I meet people, you know, I like to connect with people. So whatever I do in my day, I just make sure that I've got at least one person to like stare into my chocolatey eyes and touch my crystal. Um, so Len, we're getting to the end of our chat about Charlotte. Oh, I know, I know. Sorry. But I want to talk about her new musical direction. Have you heard any of her the, the new music she's making with Johnny? Is absolutely. Have you seen the Charlotte Church no. uh, pop dungeon? It is. What? Yeah, oh it is my word! The shit. A thing. Have a look at her guys on YouTube. Listen to the, go and see the pop dungeon if you can. She is incredible. She pops up all over the place. So she does a thing called the Charlotte Church's late night pop dungeon, which is her and Johnny and and, and the rest of a band. Right. She's got some backing singers. Right. And they basically just do a completely um, genreless, uh, timeless mash of pop songs. So it could be anything from like Bowie or she'll do like some 90s R&B or like some of her own stuff probably, like probably mixing some arias or something and sticking to, it's just, it's, they do the festival circuit. All the band are dressed in like festival clothes, you know, like sparkly right, right, right. jodhpurs or whatever it is that people wear at Glastonbury. <laughs> so this, sorry. Yeah. And she's doing this how many, how often? I don't think she does it all because she's got kids and stuff, but yeah. up until recently uh, they were doing Definitely 2016. They did like Glastonbury. Right, this is explaining a lot. A lot of she's stuff not like that. Your calls. She's not returning my calls. For three years. And if she's in a dungeon, it's because she doesn't have any signal. Oh my Fair God, enough. finally some answers. Uh, so Charlotte Church, diva, writer in The Guardian, campaigner for more pop bitch rights. We love you, we salute you. Yaki Dar, Charlotte Church. Please return my calls. Please return Len's calls. It's getting quite embarrassing now. So I reckon we're getting to our plugs and hugs bit. Len, oh, anything you'd like to plug? Oh, well, you've just missed my show at the Soho Theatre. Fucking hell. Oh, well. That was good, though. Fire alarm went off at the climax. Often, a lot of people do have to evacuate at the climax. Absolutely. <laughs> and it happened on Thursday, and I'm sure it'll happen again. Oh, fucking hell, no, you've missed everything. We this, missed everything. But follow Christmas you on is coming. Christmas what are you doing coming. at Christmas? Uh, celebrating my birthday. Okay. Amazing. Hang, Hang on. on. <laughs> oh! 
What My date? birthday's on the 27th. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I be I will be celebrating Jesus' birthday in a tokenistic, uh, you know, culturally Christian fashion. Um, and then I'll be celebrating my birthday. What am I doing? What's your Twitter? You can follow me at King underscore Len underscore Blanco. I'm better on Insta than I am on Twitter, really. Get on Insta, guys. More of a visual artist than a, yeah. uh, and than trust a me, smith. The visuals are quite something. Thank you, babes. Mm. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of Big Diva Energy. We want to say a huge, massive thank you to Len for coming in. We know you're very busy. Thank you so much. And I'll... I'll give you a doggy bag for, for Gav to take out. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. It's been an absolute humbling privilege. Oh, good. I'm so thank pleased. Thank you so much for having me in your home. <laughs> yeah. You're thank so you for being here. And congrats on you for living with a woman. Yeah, yeah thanks. Uh, if you enjoyed this and you want to reach out and have a chat, share your BDE stories with us, maybe even your own Charlotte Church-related stories, or just tell us which diva means the most to you, you can tweet us at Diva Energy or email us at bigdivaenergypod at gmail.com. This podcast is a Dark Mutters production. If you lived your best life, please don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasting needs. If, in the immortal words of Kim Woodburn, you wouldn't shit on us if we were on fire, get Get in in the the sea! sea. Ta-da! Bye! Bye!